You're listening to Email List Profit Secrets, the podcast to help you get more customers, make more per customer, and keep them coming back with the power of your email list. I'm Jules Dan, and after generating over $15 million in client results with email, I realized I didn't have the secret ingredient in my business that provides the ultimate freedom, an email list. Now, follow along as I document my journey to 1,000 buyers from my own email list, starting from absolute scratch. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the three core things you absolutely need to have in order to have profitable, repeatable, and frankly, really damn cool email list where you can just write a letter, make a bunch of sales, go on with your day. That's the ultimate goal here. So, it's been a while, right? It hasn't been since right before I left. Australia in January and things have changed quite a bit. Right now, I'm doing the digital nomad thing, lots to talk about on that topic Um, and traveling and working, doing list management for clients, uh, learned a lot of lessons along the way and frankly, I just got so carried away with um, getting ready for the trip, going on the trip, uh, getting confused that work and travel means travel. (laughs) So yeah. You can probably tell from my me being a bit weird about work and travel that yeah, you know, it probably might not be the best thing for me right now in my phase of my life, especially when I'm trying to build a list. And I want to talk about it in the future. But hey, if you've been a long time listening to the podcast, I'm not dead. I'm still here. Uh, I'm currently in Mexico learning some Spanish because I'm gonna be spending the next five months in Latin America. I figured it might be handy to learn Spanish or at least get better at. I've been learning it the last... Before I got here, by the way, I've been learning for a year and then mm, it's like you don't really know it when you get here and you start to hear it and it's spoken at a million miles an hour and then when you put on the spot to ask a question, you don't know a missing word and you can't really just whip out Google Translate. You know, things are a bit different. So, that's like in a nutshell what's going on with me and uh, my background but... List management, man, that's the key. Uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about is uh, I wanted to tell you about the three core things. I want to draw them out over three episodes. Uh, what I'll be doing now is I'm going to be bringing on a few different interview p- formats where I'm going to bring on established list owners. We're going to talk about the, the challenges of growing and monetizing a list so you can hear from their perspective what it's like, what they have made, more importantly, what the mistakes they've made and how you can learn from their mistakes as well and what's working well right now. So, here are the three things. I'm going to drop them. I'm going to drip them out over the next three days. So, first thing is that you need a list. Not just any list, but you need quality over quantity. That's the first thing. That's what we were talking about today. Second thing is that you need to be emailing that list frequently. That's fine and all, but then what do you talk about? I think it's where it gets people tripped up. And then the third day and the third thing that you need to build and monetize a list is that it's like, how do I put this? It's like after you do steps one and two, then you do all the ninja stuff, not last, not first. I mean, uh, all the ninja stuff like automations that have conditions, if then, uh, focusing on deliverability, um, all this sort of crazy stuff, working on the back end after someone has bought a product and then you want to t- turn them into a 
Like you want to send them into a next next level. Like these are all super valuable. I would, I, you need to do them, especially when I'm working with clients. You need to do this. Issue is that, um, you know, it's not a priority at the beginning. At the priority is, you need the right people on the list. You need to be sending the right material, and then then we can start to focus on the fancy stuff. So let's go back to the beginning here. You need a list. Not just a list, in a quantity over quality. And I wanted to be short here with these episodes. I don't want to bore you. I just give you some some quick tips just to just to get you back into the groove with Jules. So here's how I explain it. I've had lists of two thousand people that I've worked with and clients uh, where they've ha- they've built it up over eight years. They've put a lot of goodwill into it. And that was my first ever launch with Rebecca Davison. I remember I was a bit unsure if 2,000 would be enough to make an impact. My mentor was like, no, nah, no, nah, be fine. She seems to be doing well with her with her, with her, her group and stuff. That was 150, 100, 150 plus K launch. On the flip side, I've had someone who has a list of 40,000. 40,000. And... The offer completely bombed, completely bombed. Mind you, I was partially responsible. I put my hand up for that because my idea didn't fly. However, if the offer was really good and you had 40,000 people, you would expect some people to buy, some people to buy. But it just goes to show you, it's not how big it is, it's how you use it. <laughs> I'm talking about email, of course. Um Right messaging, right offer. It's like things things have never changed. If you've got a lot of goodwill and they know like you trust you, just things have never changed. Size does not matter. And hopefully that little anecdote will get you to change your mind about size. Now I'm just going over my notes. Okay, and this in this second part about quality over quantity, I've got a quick story about uh, paid traffic. I love telling a story. I'll keep telling a story forever. I've had people on both sides of the spectrum of, <laughs> not that spectrum, I've had people on the other, both sides of the spectrum of organic and paid. With organic, it's slower, it's unpredictable, but they know I can trust you because you've nurtured them through your content. There's less pushback, they want to implement, there are less refunds. Um, so in that regard, they're like your dream clients, but you don't know when you're going to get them. And then on the flip side, you've got paid ads where it's really fast, you can see results quickly, and you can test the messaging extremely fast. If it doesn't work, you just test something else, which is why paid ads is extremely valuable. If you've got everything dialed in, wow, you can start making money pretty much in the next couple of days. You can't do that with organic. Here is the catch. I had a client, I've had several clients now who built who are building a business and built a business solely off paid ads. And the really weird part is that when it's going well, it's almost like some sort of seduction or some sort of drug where it completely blinds you to forward thinking because it's like, here's how I like to break it down. Let's just say that you pay $250 per application from an ad and it takes you... Um, 
one in four of those applications closed. So that's $1,000 per closed client. It costs you $1,000. If your offer is $10,000, means you've had a ROAS of 10, which is amazing. Why the hell would you not keep doing that? I'm not being facetious. Like I would keep doing that. And so what happens is that at the start, when people start running ads, and I've seen this again and again, is that at the start, they're always picking the cream of the crop from the audience pool, right? There's always going to be lots of people, but the specific type of dream customer that's in pain, that is problem aware, solution aware, maybe they've heard of you, maybe they've not, but like they're in pain, they're ready to go. Those people get scooped up pretty quickly, And then what happens is that over time, ad prices go up, then the pool of those cream of the crop people start to go away, then then it gets even harder for your sales team to close these deals. And people start to wonder like, oh, is it the sales process or is it this email that comes before the sales call Um, or, and then just like everyone's just getting caught up in like, the nitty gritty and like, sure, let's focus on that if we're making bank. But let's just focus on the main problem here. Who are we talking to? (laughs) What's the main reason why people aren't moving forward? Uh, Money? Yeah, that's a lot of the time. So a lot of the time, if if it's money and they're on the call and they're like, oh, it's a lot, it's like they don't trust you. They don't trust that what you're going to do is going to transform them. It doesn't matter what email you put before, whatever flow or whatever voice note you do, they still don't really know I can trust you. And to work off this on a piece of paper where you're profitable because every four or five leads, you know, it costs you a thousand, your offers this much, it's still not putting into consideration all the effort you need to do on the back end, all the all the nurturing, all the educating that why that they should be implementing this, they're still getting to know you. They don't really see you as the trust advisor. They're just like, I hope this works. <laughs> I want this to work. Um, so let me put some faith in you and hope this works. Um, so there's a lot of convincing that still needs to happen after the sale where it doesn't really happen with organic. And... That's why today's episode, the first foundation is that you need a list and not just any list, but has to be quality over quantity. And the best way to create quality opt-ins is through organic content. Organic content where people get to see you solving problems. They get to try you before you buy you by just getting to know your vibe and then as an additional thing, it might be a good idea to start doing some paid ads. <laughs> but uh, don't fall into the trap of some of my past clients where they just only run paid ads and organic is a small part of the piece of the puzzle. Or some of them had no organic, like it was all paid traffic. And then they had the best month of their life. They had 260K in a month or something. And then the next month, It all came crashing down and it was like crisis mode because of what I told you before. People cancelling, the cream of the crop, people were not coming to the same sales calls, ad prices going up, 
It's a lot, right? So that's it for today's episode. And today's episode is brought to you by me. I'm sponsoring today's podcast. (laughs) Hey, if you want to see what I'm doing on my list specifically, what's worked really well with me is I've created something called the 4-Hour GPT Cash Campaign. If you haven't heard, AI is, uh, is, is here. And maybe I can tell you the backstory behind it tomorrow. I think I will. Um, but anyways, if you're looking to get onto that list of mine, it's going to be in the link description below. And that's it for me, Jules Dan. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Email List Profit Secrets.